Welcome to the Oddity Shop, where the bizarre is always on sale. Welcome in, you oddballs. This is the Oddity Shop podcast, where we talk about the weird, the creepy, the bizarre, the shocking, the murderous, the Give me and another that's word. That's why I do the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I tell people what they are. Anyways, I'm no, one I'm of your curators, Zach, and this is the host who's trying to be me, Kara. <laughs> hello. Hi. Hello, hello. How are you? You look cute with your little hot lot brewing company. I love Hoplot, bro. We're in the dead of winter and I just want to be sipping a beer at Hoplot outside. For those of you who aren't from Michigan or have, haven't gone to Hoplot, north of Traverse, south of Sutton's, the best outdoor brewery fun place you'll ever go to and you'll never want to leave. Well, we've never gone together. That's sad. So, because we're in the future, so this is from the past, but this morning I'm like listening to our latest episode because I'm putting it up on socials and I like to listen to it as I'm and uh, the episode was... Um, it was episode number 64, Mediumship. Okay, so I'm listening to it, and you ask a question kind of about deja vu, and you're like, oh, is this like deja vu, whatever. And then, as because I, I was getting ready for work, it was early this morning, and then I'm thinking, wow, I'm just like really starting to, in my brain, deep dive about deja vu, and just like whatever, and then I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Okay, then I'm still getting ready, and I'm like, oh, cool, what's up, weirdo? Dropped a new episode. I'm like, cool, it's been a minute, love them. And I'm, you know, kind of just getting ready, autopilot. And then all of a sudden, I don't remember why, but Tenny starts talking about deja vu and literally answering like your questions. It's another little synchronicity. They start popping up when you start looking for them. And it was so it's, weird. It is. So because weird. it was in my head still about the deja vu stuff. Yeah, like you're still thinking about it. And I'm just like, because Jessica asked something about, deja vu and he you know tenny just goes into this full-blown thing about deja vu and the different and i'm like oh, how how weird is it that we dropped our episode and you asked that they dropped their episode on the exact same t- day and he like answered it that is so strange not not terribly shocking no it's not because this happens to us all the time but i had to post on our socials like hey tenny answered our questions <laughs> <laughs> so go listen to their episode to get the answer and if you haven't go back now about what six weeks we're doing good. Yeah. We're like way ahead. I feel bad that we're ahead though, because I don't like being in the future and feeling like we've missed stuff that we should be talking about. I know from the past, but you know what? Sorry, guys. This Listen, is just the way we it do it when we can. All right. And the fact that we're ahead in one thing in our lives, let us have our moments. Stop <laughs> pulling us down, <laughs> listeners who aren't even giving us crap for this. <laughs> no. Did I? Did I already talk about on here? I may have secured a spot for us to do a ghost hunt. I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast. You told a moi, but I didn't know if we wanted to. Let's not... I'm not going to say the place. It is a uh, medical office now that mm-hmm. I would have enough connection to know the owners of. Um, and I started to hear some of the stories. So it used to be a place that held a lot of trauma before it was a medical office, specifically childhood trauma. Yeah. And in the basement... Multiple employees have told me about the fact that they have actually seen the same spirit down there or they're hearing phantom cries or like a lot of strange stuff. And the listener, hello, listener, I won't say your name, you're just hello. keeping your business private, is a, a, or the owner is a listener. So thanks yeah. for listening and supporting us. Now, I'm sorry, is the basement, I would assume, is like a store, their storage ish area? 
No, it's actually there's like full offices down there. That's like oh, they have like a conference center down there. It's like a full base. Oh shit! I didn't realize. I was kind of thinking that it was more just like a storage of like files. No, and no, stuff. it's like oh. office down there. Ooh, that gives me more goosebumps just because they're actually down there doing stuff. Right. Ooh. We got to figure out when we can do that. I know we need to figure out that. We need to figure out all of our cons for 2024. We might. I'm putting it out there into the universe. We might work a con. We might put a booth up. So you might see us in person at one of them coming up. We'll yeah, see. It might be. It might be too late. We'll see. I don't know we'll how far it is. We gotta try. do this shit. <laughs> we'll we'll do what we can. Other than that, I don't have a whole lot new. What about you? I think it was just Tenny being Tenny. Well, next week is. Not for us, because we've already said we're way in the past, but for every one of you, it's Valentine's Day. So I have a question for you. What's the craziest thing you've done out of love? Here's the thing. I don't know if we do crazy things out of love or for love. For love, out of love. Usually we do crazy things, though, for other reasons. You know what I mean? Like we're just crazy or it's like the <laughs> jealousy or it's like the... Well, jealousy is still related to love, I would say. No. Um. Oh, God. Okay. Um. The craziest thing. Uh, hold on. I got to really... I really want to think about this. I'm trying to think of all my boyfriends. Same. <laughs> just to think of like all the crazy things I've done. But I don't know if I have craziest things for love. I actually... I have no idea. Okay. While you're thinking, I'll tell you one. And mine is... It's, it's from a much younger Zach. Mm. but a much stupider right where like i thought i was in control of my emotions but then you get a little bit older you're like oh no not so much um i was a terrible subtweeter to get attention from the people that i was crushing on so <clears> i'd like figure out what they were posting about then post about something similar right or like make it was such an obvious like cry for attention for for these people's like attention that i wanted it was never good attention and then i'd start to okay. get mad, so then i'd start subtweeting like angrily so these aren't so you're not you're not talking about like full-blown like you're in love like in a relationship oh no it could be unrequited oh, love oh, all the way. like what like the emotion of love has driven you to do something crazy and stupid i mean i can't think of an exact example but i would just say just I don't even know if it's crazy, but just like not being yourself. You know what I mean? Just like trying to like fit in to be whatever that person or the group mm, of that people. Like I did that my whole entire life to be completely like honest, changing so. your personality to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. Fucking A, man. If we have any young listeners, which I hope we don't because <laughs> we <laughs> suck, but don't do that shit. It's so fucking stupid. You waste so much time. And, and listen, we're not getting up on our soapbox to tell you it. We've been there. We've done it. It's be yourself. It's pointless to not be yourself. Absolutely. We sound old, but we're right. Damn it. Well, now when we're recording this, I'm 35. So, well, you're old, but. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, in this episode, since love is in the air and it's Valentine's Ugh. Day next week, we're talking about love potions and aphrodisiacs from around the world. But, you know, it's the oddity shop, so we gotta find the weirdest fucking ones. This is not where I thought we were going, but I'm so in for it. There are there were some otter that I had to like leave off this list because my stomach was literally turning. I had to walk away from writing it. Oh, really? Yes. Uh they get they get strange. Okay, so <laughs> I am taking a lot of uh liberties here 
but I'm going to give you some definitions. Okay, so let's talk about the difference between an aphrodisiac and a love potion. Okay. A love potion, now both of them can either be one ingredient or a concoction of ingredients, or both could be like drank or eaten, right? But the love potion is something which you want somebody else to eat or consume to fall in love with you. Okay, yes. Where an aphrodisiac is more of a you eat it to get in the mood. Yes, okay. Right, so one is like control of another person. The aphrodisiac would be more the control of your own damn body. I mean, it could be both of you, but... Okay. Aphrodisiacs are literally a little bit more uh, consensual, let's say that. Well, if you know about it. Right, well, that's that's where I'm saying the aphrodisiac is usually something that one or both people are eating to increase their libido. Where a love potion would be like more of a you're trying to sneak it to somebody to to fall in love with you. Love me, love me. Then we have to talk about too, like the popularity, right? Like love potions, although witchcraft is having quite a resurgence, they're probably a lot less popular now than your aphrodisiacs, which are let's be honest, anything sex sells, and anytime you can increase it, it still is. Well, I think like we were just kind of talking about that in. Well, we're now in 2024. People are realizing that we don't need somebody to love us. So why would we make somebody love us? Oh. So potions are out. Hold on. We gotta we gotta pull in the great words of a leader of the community, RuPaul. If you can't <laughs> love yourself, how the hell are you gonna love anybody else? Boom, baby. Um, okay, so they could be organic, they can be inorganic, you know, like those little pills they sell at the gas station. With a rhino on it, usually for whatever reason, or like even MDMA or ecstasy. Oh, you know why it's considered? Oh, I didn't know why it's a rhino. Are you going to tell me? I actually left. We can talk about it because rhino horns are an aphrodisiac. Yeah, like crushed up rhino horns, which is so fucking sad. It's fucking sad, and I specifically left that one off here because it's not fucking weird enough. That's how weird we're going. Well, good because that 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 type of stuff pisses me off. Like leave that rhino alone so i've got a list of them literally from all around the world i'm as we go through them you have to tell me oh is it an aphrodisiac or is it a love potion and you can you can make your case for either but we're gonna make this okay. one interactive let's clarify so a love potion would be like if i wanted you to love me i'm yep. making a potion for you to take an aphrodisiac get, get potion out of your head out of it though because i know but i'm just saying drink. No, 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 I know. No, I know. Okay. But that's something that I'm like slipping you. Mm-hmm. It's not consensual. And then the other one would be like, hopefully it would be both of us. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. The first one is the Spanish fly. Oh, yeah. Spanish fly. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to take a stab at it before I explain or do you want to do it after I explain? Um. Anybody that's an easy A lover. I love that movie. They talk about this. So. That's the okay. reason I'm like, yeah, Spanish fly, Spanish fly. But I don't really know anything more. Spanish than- fly has been used since ancient times and all over the world. One of the most popular users, though, was the Marquis de Sade. Have you ever heard of him before? Why does that sound so familiar? There was a really famous movie where Joaquin Phoenix played him. He's also, he's quite a famous person, but he's a, he's a fun guy. Uh, so he was a political activist. But he also just wrote tons and tons and tons of smut. Mm-hmm. He actually spent most of his adult life in various prisons and insane asylums due to sex-related crimes and scandals. Okay, that's... Uh, yeah, I think I know that. Yeah. So one of those sentences, which he actually gets pardoned from, 
uh, was after he gave two prostitutes the. Af- I already knew Spanish fly was an aphrodisiac, okay. girl, but it's okay. Yeah. Go the aphrodisiac, the Spanish fly. So, where do you think Spanish fly comes from? What is it? Oh God, hold on. I'm literally trying to recite the lines of the movie. I don't remember. Well, I was gonna say <clears throat> wrong because it's not a fly. <laughs> Yeah, I did know that. I'm sorry. It comes from a beetle. A beetle called a blister beetle. Ew. The male beetle will make this substance to gift to his mate so she can cover her eggs with it and protect it from predators. Oh, I didn't know that part. Okay. So it's called cantharidin, which is a substance that will literally cause your skin to blister just by touching it. I didn't know that part. Which is like, why are we taking that? Well, glad you asked. Because when you ingest (laughs) it, You get this feeling of being warm all over and some swelling in your genitals and maybe some other places of your body. It's like an allergic reaction. Yeah, because it's less to do with (laughs) lust and way more to do with uncontrolled inflammation of your entire body. So while it might get you in the mood for some fun, it can also cause the following. Are you ready? Mm. Painful urination. Blood in your urine. Convulsions. Prolonged erections. Kidney failure comas and in high enough doses you're gonna die so desad gives this to one prostitute okay she becomes super super sick how much did he give her enough okay can i actually ask a really quick question i know it came from the male beater beetle beetle yes when we're taking this is it before it's covered covering the eggs or are we also ingesting the eggs? That's a great question that I don't know the answer to. I'm going to just say it's before the eggs, because okay. that makes me feel a little bit better about this. Okay. Fair. Uh, fair enough. Well, <laughs> so Desaad, after so he has the fun with the prostitute. She gets really sick. He didn't have enough on that night. So he gets a second one, does the same thing. They both end up at the same me- like clinic. I don't know what they call them back in Desaad times. I don't know either. But he's end up arrested and charged with sodomy and poisoning. Rightfully so, I guess. Also, fun fact about the Spanish fly, it's what the Greek gladiators would take to prepare for their orgies. Oh, makes sense. Not so fun fact, however. It's also used today to medically remove both warts and tattoos. That is how corrosive it is to your skin. Hmm. Beetle sack juice shit. Yeah. Okay. Nothing I want. It doesn't put me in any sort of mood. No, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you very Moving much. Moving on to number two. We're going to India. Okay. Everybody likes to get flowers, right? Yeah. They're kind of a romantic gesture, would you say? Yeah. So commonly, if you were trying to woo a man or a woman, what kind of flowers would you give them? See, I'm a big person of like, you should know what type of flower that person likes. Okay, fair. But usually like a rose or a marigold or like an iris lily. Marigold? Marigolds? Hell yeah. Marigolds were like super flower or famous bouquet flowers. I guess you would know, not me. (laughs) You worked in a flower shop. I did. I did. From the ages of like 8 to 14. (laughs) (laughs) But most people, I guess, probably wouldn't think of it as a romantic gesture to get this next sort of flower. Okay. So have you ever heard of the Datura flower? I don't believe so. Well, it was a popular ingredient in concoctions in India. But on its own, it's actually a super deadly hallucinogen. Oh. Um, so it actually belongs to the same family as the deadly nightshade. Oh, nightshade. And when ingested in small amounts, it can cause a little bit of euphoria, delirium, um, middle amounts. It's kind of getting closer to like a GHB or a date rape drug, making somebody a little easier to control. Yikes. Okay. Are you ready to guess? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go, no, go. You continue. Okay. In larger amounts, it can cause complete delirium, 
The inability to differentiate reality from fantasy, bizarre thoughts, hypothermia, violent behavior, and dry skin and mouth. Okay. Higher doses yet, you'll get in temporary paralysis, amnesia, and hallucinations that can last up to two weeks and even death. Okay. All right. How are you classifying this one? All right. Well, with all that end stuff, I don't know why you'd willingly want to take that, but because we're saying that it's like an, a popular ingredient and um, because it's like to easily control somebody, to me, I would think that that would be more for like a love potion. Okay. I will say this. So it was a ingredient for love potions in India where it was used as... Uh, either the love potion or the aphrodisiac okay however there are other parts of the world especially in south america where people will take like a powdered version of it oh willingly okay and unwill well no they will unwillingly mm. blow it into somebody's face at a bar instead what? of using like a date rape drug or whatever now you have somebody who is basically under your control it almost so it's turns that potent like- that you can just like whoosh. yes that's disturbing as all hell can, oh, can it's I super you, disturbing. I don't remember who just said this. So are we just crushing up the pedal? I don't want to give anybody ideas on how to get this <laughs> or do this, but is that what it, the, it is? It's just From like the stamen, up pedals? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the stamen is the those stalks in the middle. Of oh, where the, the pollen's base formed. of the flower or whatever. Uh, yikes. Yeah. Um, there. It's called like the devil's flower or something in what other places. What color like, is this flower? Or is it multiple colors? Do we know? There's multiple. Wow. So, but like I said, so it's technically love potion because I would say, yeah, it, one, it was an ingredient for actual love potions, yeah. which we can see why, but, and now it's used to like straight up control people, which is horrifying. One kind of really sad, fun fact, I don't even want to call it fun, but um, in like ancient civilizations in Colombia and South America, they would drug the wives of chieftains after the chieftain died. So that these women were so easily to control, they could literally just like guide them by hand and then bury them alive alongside their dead husbands. Why? And also, if you know, no, <laughs> if my husband were, di- if my husband died, you obviously know this is going to happen to you because it's happening to everybody else. I bye. <laughs> Run. Run for the hills. Run. <laughs> okay. Okay, moving on. So excited. I'm not going to tell you what number three is at first. We're just going to get into the story of it. Oh, God. So 17th century colonial New Mexico. So the Spanish colonizers are living in New Mexico. They're trading goods with the local Native Americans. And from records from the Spanish Inquisition, are you familiar with Inquisition? Ish, yeah. Basically, the church came with soldiers and told people what they could and couldn't, couldn't do, do and yeah. like, called half of them witches and blah, blah, Okay, yeah. Uh, more church control through violence to kill anybody who didn't believe exactly what they said. <laughs> Anyways, so they noted that many Spanish women, uh, or not noted, but the records, they found a lot of Spanish women who were convicted of witchcraft after administering a concoction that they received and purchased from Native Americans. The Spanish women received it from the Native American? Yes, they were buying it. Now, they were also accused of witchcraft. Should this be I'll obvious tell you why to me? in a minute, but you should is it an aphrodisiac or a love potion? I'm a Spanish woman purchasing this Native American. I would say after I don't know. I'm if they're getting convicted, okay. Do you think they were using it to improve their own performance or to Oh, so they're probably wanting to control So okay. in this potion. Okay, I'm I'm like <laughs> were specific herbs. Okay. Mashed up worms. Herbs, worms. 
mashed up worms, oh, mashed not up. just worms. Mashed worms. And a slew of bodily fluids. I'll let you guess which ones. Oh, a slew of bodily fluids. They would be sold the worms and the herbs, but the fluids had come from them for the potion to work. Uh, so you would gather all your items, you would mix them together, Ooh, and my eyes are burning. to get the potion to work, you would have to take the mixture and somehow spread it across the chest of the person whose love you were trying to gain affection from. I don't know how they did I this. was going to say, because if I'm, if they're trying to convict me, convict me of witchcraft, how would I spread? So they were convicted after they were... Oh, after to... this. I'm so sorry. I'm yes. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yes. The women, they were convicted okay. of witchcraft because they were using the potion to try to Got win love. Okay. So how would you convince a man to let him, or let you rub mushed up worms and... Oh, well, I'm not going to tell him what it's in, what's that. Why would I tell him? Perfect. So they actually, the only thing, explanation I could find is they got them to do it by convincing their suitor that it was goat cheese. Why would you rub goat cheese on your chest? I don't know, but I'm sure it is somehow a lot it looks easier like to convince somebody cheese? to rub cheese than most worms. Yeah, you got herbs, you got a little bit of liquid, and worms. I feel so uneasy right now. I can only imagine the other stuff that you couldn't put in. There were some I had to walk If anyone from. said, hey, will you rub goat cheese on your chest for me? I would... Specifically this goat cheese <laughs> that looks like worms. The closest object that I have to stab you in your jugular, it's going in your jugular. Well, that potion didn't work, obviously, for you. <laughs> Do you feel the most powerful and beautiful with the elements of the earth around you? Do you like one-of-a-kind jewelry? Do you sometimes feel like a woodland fairy? Me too. That's why I created Holly and Hemlock, a magical shop filled with handmade wooden jewelry and metaphysical tools. Come check out our enchanting wooden wares at www.hollyhemlock.com and join us in honoring the magic and beauty of nature with each unique creation. That's www.hollyhemlock.com. Goat cheese. And I know it's not goat cheese, but that's what you're telling me. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Get the fuck away from me. Ugh. Why couldn't you just say it was like a new moisturizer? This is colonial New Mexico. I know, but like, I don't know, a lotion, herbs to make you... Then again, in New Mexico, there's a lot of sun, so... So yeah, herbs to make you, your muscles not hurt. I don't, I don't know. I would come up with anything other than goat cheese. Okay. Uh, next one? <laughs> yeah. Have, have you ever come to church? <sighs> Take me to church. <laughs> okay. What are we doing at church? Uh, have you ever had communion? No. Yeah. No. Do you know what communion is? No, I have, yeah. You know, I do. the body and blood, they give you the little wafer, you drink your little wine, your sins are forgiven. I have had it, but yeah. And it was like grape juice, and I hate grape juice. Oh my God. Ours served real wine, but when you were at the church, do you remember what kind of denomination the church was? No. Okay. So in the Catholic Church, though, a communion host, those, you know, the little wafers, or as I used to call them growing up, Jesus. Stop it right now. Did you make that up by yourself? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that so when I was a kid so... and I used to go to church. Wait, hold on. I have to give you so much credit. That is so fucking funny. I used to um try to make the pastor of our church laugh every Sunday. He would. So sometimes I'd go up with both my hands cupped like a little Oliver twist. Please, could I have some more? You know, other times I'd be like, Oh, you got the good Jesus today, or like just some little quip to like try to get her to laugh. And a couple of times I succeeded. It was great. 
<laughs> Only a couple times. Only a couple times. Uh, she caught on to me. But anyway, so the communion or the rite of the Eucharist is where churchgoers eat their little wafer, they have their wine, and it's believed to symbolize the body and blood of Christ. Okay, yes. so this is because Last Supper, before Jesus is crucified, he breaks the bread and shares his wine with his disciples, stating that it's his body and blood. It's basically to symbolize Jesus giving himself hey, God, where are we going with body to and blood? people to get rid of their sin. I know. Just hang out with me here. I don't, I really so, don't want to. In this fashion, though, like the church believes that once the wafer and the wine are blessed, they do actually transform to being the body and blood of Christ. Oh my God. Okay. So, what it, does this have to do with what we're talking about? Well, in medieval Italy, because the body and blood of Christ had the ability to help get you to heaven, right? or taking part of the rite of the Eucharist or communion or whatever your church calls it now, people believe that the little food and snack or drink and snack, whatever, had magical properties, the Jesus. So in 1228, a young woman sought advice from an older, wiser woman, <clears throat> sorceress, <laughs> and how to regain the interest of her long-lost sweetheart. Okay. So the wiser, older woman, sorceress, told her that she needs to steal some of the consecrated host, so a wafer after it's been blessed, okay, to use it to give to the man to get his love back. Okay. All right. Right now, what is it? Aphrodisiac or love potion? Love potion. Ding, ding, ding. All right, correct. Jesus is a love potion. So <laughs> off she goes, and she gets away with stealing some. So she she's at church. She pretends to eat it. She pops it out of her mouth, puts it in a little cloth, and she smuggles the body of Christ out of the church. Okay. So she gets home. She goes to make it into the potion with all the other ingredients that the woman told her she needed to gather. And it, as she unwraps it, it had turned from a wafer to a bleeding piece of real flesh. Cute. Cute. So she doesn't make her love potion because she starts to freak out. She goes back to the church, and they are obviously not happy with her. No. Especially with the other lady who convinced her to commit the theft. The, <coughs> yes. So a letter by the church was written to the Pope at the time. No. Oh. And they also collected the flesh from the young lady and sent it to the Vatican. Mm -hmm. 1228. Remember, the church at this time is like basically death to anybody who goes against us. So they're writing to the church. And I actually found a copy. It's not the actual letter, right? But a copy of the letter saying basically, hey, we need to punish them. What should we do? Well, the Pope believes this is a sign from God that the host really does transform into the body of Christ. So he basically says that what the women have done brought upon a miracle from God himself. So they both yes. receive a pardon after, of course, they had to repent first. But after their repentance, they received a pardon for their crimes. Now, this apparent hunk of actual Jesus is still held at the Cathedral of Alatari, uh, or Alatri today because it's believed to be a miracle straight from God. Wait, it's really been tested and it was meat flesh? I mean... What does it look like now? It's been held since 1228. Who knows if the church let them test it. What does it look like now? A hunk of flesh. It looks like a hunk of flesh. No, because it's from however... No, it don't. It probably is shriveled. Okay. Rock. Next one. Ready? <laughs> We're going to Asia. Okay. One ingredient, cobra's blood. Ooh. Ooh. What do you think? Well, it's poison. You know it's poison. Not the blood. Well, but aren't they're just poisonous creatures. Well, they're venomous. They're not poisonous. Oh, shut the fuck venomous up. Venomous is bite you and you get sick. 
poisonous is you bite it and you get sick. It's the same damn thing you're getting sick. No, because if you don't eat the venom. Stay the fuck away from the cobra. Okay. All right. I, this one You gotta is, give me more something else to go off of. I want to just spoil this one to move on because it's basically our next line. <laughs> it's an aphrodisiac. It's also really easy to find because in most of Southern Asia, cobras are like super, super abundant. Mm -hmm. So you collect the blood, whatever way you choose, and then you drink it. Some do it from actually collecting the blood. Others do it from literally sucking it straight out of the snake. No, that's okay. Either way, it only works, though, if you actually watch the snake be beheaded prior to ingesting it. And it's supposed to, for one night, 5x your virility. (laughs) So you're getting horned up. But I got to watch the head be beheaded. Yes. This is it. So all over Southeast Asia, especially like Vietnam, it's commonly sold in restaurants, bars, and street vendors. Wait, but if it's sold, you're not watching the snake be beheaded. Oh, you are. Oh. Their restaurants and street vendors are not quite like ours. Sometimes what they'll do is actually um, put it the entire snake in alcohol. Okay. So that the snake's already dead. Yeah. You behead it, you get the blood out, and then add it back into the alcohol. alcohol. So you don't it doesn't have to be alive while it's beheaded. You just have to witness no. the head. Okay. So it's actually kind of like become like a tourist trap or a unique cultural oh. experience for visitors because they found like especially Vietnam and Thailand, they can like get a lot of money from tourists of by course. like, ooh, you know, try this. Five X your love life, one night only, can't get this anywhere else. Mm-hmm. What are the side effects of this? There, well, there's not actually oh. well. Eh. Wow. Hold on to that. Okay. Well, well, there's a little caveat there. So, like, one of the, the most famous ways to tourist trap is less of that bottle of alcohol, but at a restaurant, they'll bring a live snake to your table, slit it, take out its blood, heart, and bile. That's okay. I don't want a live snake. That's so sad. Mix it with rice liquor and then serve it. No. Nope. Unlike some of the other things on this list, like, there's not much of, like, a measurable effect, like we were talking about, mm-hmm. like, where, like, the inflammation or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But if you do travel to these places, be careful what you do try, because there's no poison that you're getting from the snake or venom that you're getting from the snake, because it comes from a totally different portion of Correct. the snake, okay. right? Uh, but drinking raw blood from any animal can carry all sorts of harmful bacteria and viruses. So yeah. kind of uh, be careful with it. Ew. All right. So if snake blood isn't your tea, then go over to Jamaica. Okay. Where if you want to increase your libido, like that of a rowdy goat. Oh, no. You can no, 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 get no. yourself some mannish water. Mannish water. So you might be asking yourself, Kara, what is in mannish water? What the fuck is in mannish water? Well, Kara, I'm glad you asked because it's a dish that contains the following. Green bananas, carrots, dumplings, herbs and spices, white rum, okay. goat heads. Tripe, which is the lining of goat stomachs, goat testicles, I'm out. and other assorted goat organs. Why don't we just eat the fucking goat? Because that's not mannish water, Kara. You have to, the head, the stomach lining, the balls. Okay? Who said, I'm gonna try a new recipe. <laughs> Green bananas, carrots, what? Rice water, what? Dumplings, Dumplings. herbs and spices, rum, and then... Who did this? All the manly parts of the goat. Okay. Continue. All right. So who did it? We don't know. But it's a dish that's been popular for over 300 years. Mm. And it's referred to as Jamaica's favorite party soup. (laughs) Ew. Party soup? So not only is it used for most like parties, but it's also there's a huge tradition of giving it to the groom on his wedding night. Because, you know, it's going to help man with his masculinity. First off, this probably has taste nasty, but the name of it is 
party soup. I, I wanted to know what it tastes like, and the, the best description I could find is Manish Water, the classic Jamaican dish made from the balls and meat of a male goat, claims to leave a man with loins burning so hard he'll need to call an ambulance. Okay, you scared me so bad, though, when you said I wanted to know what it tasted like. I thought you were going to say so order something. You know what, though? If we're going to go through everything we've talked about so far, I think that would be the one I'd try, mostly because that is the closest to, like, I was going to ask you... Like, I've had tripe before. No, I was going to ask you. I didn't know if we were done, but I was going to ask you at the end, like, oh, what? Not. Let's go, then. Keep going. Well, you get ready. I took that one. I'm asking you the question at the end. I told you there was a question at the end. How about a fruit next? Okay. Simple fruit. Have you ever heard of the durian? Durian? I don't think so. So this is a fruit from South Asia. Okay. Because uh, fruit can be sexy too. It's a unique tropical fruit. Why does it have to do with being sexy? Hold on. Wait for it. Oh. It's nicknamed the king of fruits because it has way higher nutrients than most. Okay. Now, we have to kind of get into this one because it's a weird looking fruit to start and then why it is what it is. Say it. What is it called so again? it's like... Durian. Durian. D-U-R-I-A-N. Durian. Bigger than a cantaloupe, smaller than a watermelon. Can come in a couple different colors, but usually like a like greenish yellow, but can also be red or white. And the entire thing is covered in large spikes. Okay. Mostly it's grown in Malaysia, Indonesia, and Thailand. To even cut it open, like you literally have to wear gloves, get a big knife, and split it. And once it's open, there's like a fleshy fruit material inside and two giant seeds. Okay, so before we get into the like flavor profile, let's go through the smell. This thing is banned in most public transportation <laughs> Does it and smell hotels. Like dead flesh? It smells like sulfur, sewage, skunk, rotting fruit, flute, rotting fruit, or roasted onions. Okay, so it's banned on public transportation and in public areas essentially because it stank. Because it stinks. Okay. However, the flavor makes me actually want to try it really bad. Okay. At the same time, it's supposed to taste like cheese, almonds, garlic, and caramel. Uh, I'm going to mix all of that in a freaking blender. Nope, I'm going to mix it all but in a blender. But they serve it already. Goat cheese with a little almond, some garlic, and like caramel. Well, usually it's honey on the top, but caramel. Like I could actually see that being okay. pretty I'm gonna, tasty. I'm going to make that for you. They actually use it in ice cream a lot. Mm, okay. Think of like a softer cheese, like yep. a brie. I'm going to make it for you. Okay. Well, anyways, it's also super, super healthy, um, and all those nutrients will help get you in the mood, and its flesh is silky and erotic with The fact that you're saying flavor. flesh about a fruit is disgusting. It's kind of fleshy looking. Well, so it's supposed to get you and your partner in the right mindset for, you know, some of that funny business. But there's two schools of thought. The more present thought is you can get all these effects just by eating it. Okay. And it will give you the boost to your horniness. Uh-oh. The second thought is that it actually has to go through a specific process before it gives you any of the naughtier effects. Do you want to know what that process is? Not really. That's right. You guessed it, Kara. It does have to travel through an elephant's digestive system and be collected before being eaten by humans. I don't know how you got it, but you're so right. What happened to humans? <laughs> okay. So here's the thing, though. They've done experiments on this one and actually found scientific proof. So they would give the, uh, not with the elephant, the elephant part was left out, but they would take the fleshy material of the fruit and they gave it to mice and they found that mice who had eaten the fruit had measurably increased libido and sperm count. That's fine. But what happened to us as humans that we were like, you know what? 
I'm gonna wait for the elephant to shit that out first. Then I'm gonna eat it. I don't. I don't think I want to know. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry. That one aphrodisiac or love potion. Pretty obvious on that one. I feel like aphrodisiac. Yeah. Because yeah, you're just taking yeah. The next one. I'm not gonna tell you this one again. We're just gonna get into the process. Okay. We're going to Pakistan, and traditionally, hundreds of years ago. Let uh, back up first. Okay. There's one culture that believes that leather workers are the second lowest ranking members of all occupational groups because leather workers were like the jack of all trades. They kind of did like a little bit of everything to help out other people like the butcher and everyone else involved with the animal before making the leather. So they're so a very useful person, but not high up in society. Well, that's real fucking dumb. Right. So they're they're treated as being very useful, even in death. So a certain type of witch would at least traditionally, like we said, mount a pig and ride this pig up into the graveyard where she would exhume the corpse of a freshly dead leather worker. Has to be a man. Now she takes our leather worker, hangs his body from a tree, and she cleans his body with water. That body water is not allowed to run to the ground. No. We're collecting it. Okay. And that water is collected and sold. Now, who may buy this? Well, there's two types of customers. What do we need the pig for? Well, she had to ride the pig to the graveyard to make it work. I'm going to be honest. There was probably about six pages explaining why it was a pig. This actually came from a very scientific article. Okay. I couldn't understand the culture enough, but she had to be riding a pig. Okay. So the first customer Wait, this, would be so I'm sorry. This reminds me of Madame Zeroni. And you know how you have to carry Madame Zeroni up like the, up the hill? And then but why is that so familiar to me? Holes. Who's Madame Zeroni? From Holes. I need to rewatch that movie. I know you do so bad because it's one of my faves. Okay. Madam is yeah, Madam Zoroni. They painted bearded dragons and tried to put, uh, say they were I know. That work. part's bad, but only because we love Reptar okay. so much. But Madam Zoroni. All right. Back to our customers. <laughs> First type would be usually women who would add it to the tea of their husbands or lovers to keep their love alive okay. and strengthen their relationship. Now, the other customer could be men. Men were also allowed to use. Oh, wow. Good for them. The, the water. Right. However, it didn't work on women, so they could only be used to enchant a homosexual lover, never, ever, ever used on a woman. Watch out, Nick. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's been drinking that other water for a while now. How do you think I've kept him with me for two years? You were rotting that pig. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why did you do this? I'll leave that one alone. Anyways, uh, so that was traditionally. <laughs> Have no fear, though, is literally what's next, because... The ritual's not completed any longer. There's no witch, at least not mounted on a pig, and she doesn't have to go dig up the leather workers. Now, the witches are brought into the leather workers before they are buried to clean them and collect the water. Much more humane. Wait, we actually do this now? Yes, there are still parts of Pakistan that do still do this. So, do I have to... Well, no, not right. It's not, like, well advertised, but... All right, now the one... That almost made me walk away. This is called Love Cakes. I'm done. Do you want to take a stab at what it is? Shit. No. No. Do you want to take uh, aphrodisiac or love potion, though? Just based on the name. Well, if it's cake, well, I don't know. If it's cake, I could be like, hey, I made you a cake. And it could be like a potion. You're right. Okay. Last one was morbid, right? This is just downright fucking disgusting. And it's not shit. Medieval Um, European love cakes. It's not shit. It's not. I promise you it's not no, shit. No, I know, okay. but that means we're it's going to go, be worse. We're going to go through the recipe. <laughs> Step one. I mean, you're baking a cake. It's not that hard. 
Step one, you must undress completely because for the spell to work, Nakey, you have Nakey. to be in the buff. Naked cake. Okay. okay. Step number two, you make your dough or your batter, any kind of cake you want. Step three, you take the dough and you now rub it rub- in your armpits, uh, on I your breasts, this gonna... your genitals, oh, that's what I- all of them behind your joints, anywhere where you might have any sort of liquid coming from. I was afraid you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. So there are shit particles. There, yeah, there's a little bit of shit in the in the cake. I, I guess you were right all along. So once the dough has all of your essence and sweat, okay. you can finally move on to step four: traditional baking. And then step five: you serve it to your unsuspecting victim. Oh, not victim! Your unsuspecting lover. And well, once your crush has that first bite, the power of your but he's own not sweat. your lover because you want him to be okay. We'll go with victim then. It is but a the victim. power of your own sweat will make them fall head over heels in love with you. Okay, wait. Yeah, that's that is the medieval love cake. Um, <laughs> for me being such a sweaty person, God, I didn't know it was so powerful. I guess it's like um, nope. I was gonna say I don't know. It's like your pheromones, you know, like no. But if you want pheromones, I'd... I have one last one for you. Ew. Ambergris. You ever heard of this? No, and I don't think I want to. Each and every day, sperm whales throw up one of the most valuable resources sperm on whales. this planet. A substance called ambergris. We only collect it from throw up now, back when it's fashionable to hunt whales. You could also cut it out of their stomachs. This one, I put that it could be actually both a love potion and an aphrodisiac, because... The reason it was originally um, collected was it was used as a base for perfumes, and it, actually, in some instances, it still is. Yeah, because so, it's like, like fatty. It's fatty, but like they need so perfumes are always bound to like an oil yep. or fat or something, right? Because the smell scents are made to be volatile because they want to quickly get away. That's why perfumes work. It's coming off of your body all day long, right? Yeah. So they found out that ambergris was really, really well at extending the life of the perfume, but it also added to it because while at first it just smells like whale guts, after a while it starts to smell really sweet and it would add to the flavor profile of perfumes. So that's where it's love potion-y. It gets a little bit aphrodisiac-y because some people just straight up eat it, which sounds fucking disgusting to me. But they would cook it into like different dishes and drinks to give you some extra loving edge. I need to move away from this. Here's what's wild to me is the reason it gets better smelling. Do you know what's wild to me? Well for is what? that somehow we as humans, again, what are we doing? Yeah. Who was the first person who was like, you know what? That's what this I'm whale saying. Puke would be great for? Perfume. Or like, why were we collecting whale puke in the first place? And we like, right. what? this looks interesting. One of the most like expensive organic materials. Well, obviously, because who's like just watching sperm? I did puke? know that, but I didn't know what it was called. But it's just so fucking so, weird to me. It gets like that sweet smell, though, because as ambergris breaks down, it turns into ambrian, which is a type of alcohol. Mm. So it starts to get that sweetness. So our scientists came back for this one, and I fucking love their methodology. So they took the, the ambrian, the alcohol, and they had two control groups, right? So they were given to mice. They brought in our horny mice again. Okay. Uh, I guess there was two, one control and two test groups. So okay. the one control, they were men and women mice. No ambergris acted like normal, right? The other one was mice, male mice specifically, who were given the ambergris. And they found out that 
Even only around the presence of males, they had erectile response and homosexual mountings in the absence of a female partner. Hmm. So I love the fact that somebody's job is to give mice alcohol, put them in the room full of the same sex mice and see if they turn gay. I don't even know how I'd explain that job to my family. Whatever. So significant (laughs) amounts of mice, though. Somehow, if that was your job, I think we'd all be okay with it. Right. I mean, it wouldn't be the weirdest thing. Let's be honest here. But, like, they didn't get enough evidence from this, so they wanted to then give them a dose and, like, put them around the lady mice. And the lady mice? Yeah. You know, we're already watching the sober mice, and they're, like, regularly mounting, but the whale puke drunk mice and the lady mice hit it off really, really strong. <laughs> I just love that you keep saying lady mice. It is not only increasing the horniness for ladies and men mice, but it doesn't just turn them gay. It just makes them overall way more horny. So this one... Tried and true. Um, Spray it on your skin, put it in your body. You're going to attract more, more hopefully humans over rodents. But uh, yeah. All I keep thinking about is the mouse from Cinderella, the one that I like, the little chunky one. Gus, he's my favorite. Oh my God. Gus, we get crazy with some ambergris. So I don't know where we go from here. <laughs> oh, I know exactly where I'm taking this from here. I've had this one planned. And none of your cop out usual shit. You well, have hold to on. one. Th- Which this one are just you keep, b- before we get to this, this is just so random, and it's like one of those things where it's like, Kara, you should just shut the fuck up. But <laughs> okay, we were talking about pheromones a second ago. Mm-hmm. They say when it's that time of month, like your pheromones are like pumping, you know, you wouldn't know, but you're supposed to be able to sense that. <laughs> Fair, you're gay, so you're wired differently. That's fine. Well, I guess during that time of the month, you don't have to make your love cakes. The essence is just no. working on its own without the dough. <laughs> I was going to say, as I had an ex that will not be named, but somehow he'd always be like, you're going to start your period because your pheromones are oh, kicking. God, no. And I was always so oh, disturbed yeah. by that because it makes me think of how close to like that. an ape Can we move on? he was. <laughs> oh, you dated him. So how, you were also pretty close to an ape. <laughs> I was under okay, one of anyways. those love spells. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, can you real quick go through each yeah, one so yes. I can remember? We have Spanish fly Spanish inflammation. Datura plant, what? hallucinogenic, uh, basically date rape. Okay. We have worm goat cheese. All right, I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing any of those. Continue. Sacramental bl- bread, but you can't just say that one because it has to be actual human flesh. Okay, I'm not. Cobra blood. Okay. You can't pick the next one because that's mine, Manish Water. You've got the durian I was going to pick up goddamn Manish Water. You got leather worker water. Love what? cakes. The durian fruit. What? I'm just going to... I'm I'm picking cobra blood. I'm picking cobra blood. Durian fruit, though, it's almonds and cheese and garlic and... What's the last thing? Wait, I thought... Oh, yeah, that was that one. What were the side effects? from an elephant's ass. Oh, yeah, it has to come out of elephant's ass. I'll just drink the cobra blood. All right. I can see that. I figured you were going to pick durian or cobra blood. That was, that was my guess going into it. Even if you didn't pick the mannish goat body parts, I would never pick that. See, I feel like I've had I've had tripe. I don't care what you've had. Cows, Why tongue, would you pick mouth. that? I also had a beer that had been brewed with a pig's head. So other than the you testicle, but everything in there not my friend is like... Oh, that that beer was hard for me to get down. I I struggled. I honestly everything oh. that I just said, I struggled with. But. Right. So then, why are you with? Drink the freaking cobra blood with Big, me. No, oh, <laughs> the blood, homie. I pass out if I see my own blood. Yeah, but no. 
Mm-mm. I can't do the blood. I don't want to do any I of these I would rather things. do leather worker water than, no! than blood. That's just water that's touched a dead man. No. Anyways. So so you're picking cobra blood. We'll we'll take a trip to didn't you want to go to Thailand? Didn't you and Aaron want to go? We we'll hook you up. No, we you are coming with. Yes. I know. Yeah, I'll be there. Don't worry. All right. Well that's it. Uh now that it's pretty close to Valentine's <laughs> Day, if you guys already have your Valentine, you're all set. If you don't have your Valentine, here's a list of ten items to help you find him or her or them. This Anyways, is fucked up. That's what I'll leave you with. Love is in the I air. need to go. <laughs> All right, all right, do all the things that we always ask of you because I got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, but most importantly, creep it real. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> and creep it real. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm saying it. You took my beginning. Creep it real, yeah, oddballs. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.